parents and others in the Mercersburg community, my name is John David Bennett. I'm Mercersburg Academy's Dean of Curricular Innovation, and I'm here with Mike Conklin and Susan Rawhauser. Mike, would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yes, uh, my name is Mike Conklin. I'm the Director of College Counseling in my first year as Director, uh, but I've been in the Office of College Counseling for five years now. And Susan? Hello, I'm Susan Rawhauser, and I'm the Director of um, counseling in the health center. Um, that would be more the emotional counseling. And I've done that position for, this is my 21st year, I believe, and have been in the community beyond that as well. So as we come up on mid-December, which is the time when most of our students will hear back from colleges, a lot of things to discuss about them and their feelings and their just the way that they they, uh, they they navigate the anxiety of this time of year. Mike, as admission decisions are released, what are the various admission decisions our students can expect to receive? Yeah, there's there's a variety of decisions that students will receive at, at this time of year. Uh, the most obvious are uh, acceptance and, and denial. Um, students are accepted, certainly have reason to celebrate. Uh, anytime that we're advising those students, we ask that they be mindful of others. Uh, they have peers who will either not be receiving decisions or uh, will not be receiving particularly good news. Um, and then for those students who are denied, uh, you know, we ask that they meet with their counselor and trust uh, that the work we've done over the course of the last year is going to be done thoughtfully and intentionally uh, and will support them through regular decision uh, in order to, to ensure that they have options. Uh, the less common, though not uncommon, uh, decisions that a student might receive uh, are a waitlist or a deferral. Now, at this time of year, a waitlist is far less likely than is a deferral. Students who apply early decision or early action, um, if they are not immediately admissible, will likely be deferred to the regular decision applicant pool, uh, which essentially means they're entering the pool as would any other regular decision applicant, uh, and they will be reconsidered in the context of the broader applicant pool. So Susan, this process is often fraught with stress and anxiety for our seniors and their parents. What advice would you offer students who are struggling with stress and anxiety this time of year? Uh, well, first of all, I think the decision-making process can really dredge up a whirlwind of emotions for students wanting to go to college. And, um, you know, you, students are working hard on their development as a person and feeling a sense of identity. And sometimes the college process can get attached to their search for their identity. So that adds to the stress um, and can make it feel especially profound and, and the, having some acceptance or rejection can either be devastating or confirming. So I think my thought is that we want to help them understand that they are not the school that they go to. They're a person applying to a college and that we can really help them um, know that they'll find a good place to go and it, it mostly will, you know, be how they make it when they get there. Um, oftentimes I find myself saying to students, you know, you're going to eventually pick a college and go there, and if you don't like it, you know, you can always change it. Um, I think we, at, with the stress level, keeps getting in t more intensified because 
um, there's so much emphasis on, on where and what college, and I think we might need to work a little bit more on that and the focus being on our growth and development um, instead of just where we're going to college, but I know that's difficult. Can you tell us more about how people in general process disappointment and other healthy coping strategies they might use that hmm. we could suggest for our students? Well, I think um, when you think about disappointment, that's a tough emotion, and young children tend to have temper tantrums and that sort of thing when they're disappointed. As children get older, they might have different manifestations of disappointment. A student might just get real quiet or they might um, start to have feelings of doubt about themselves, and that's what uh, I tend to get involved with. Um, we want to, you know, remind them of the times where they've been successful and they've of all their accomplishments um, and encourage them and listen to them, be understanding of what their feelings are and not tell them that they shouldn't feel how they feel, but to um, try to find a perspective that will work for them. Work on quieting their mind and thinking of role models of people who have been successful and that they've had failures along the way. Um, those are some things that come to mind right away. I think sometimes kids can feel extra worried about disappointing parents and are they going to be good enough. And um, I think parents, you know, need to spend time thinking about what they can do to ease their own disappointments as well. Sometimes parents have ideas. It's kind of like a perfect storm for parents of their hopes and dreams for their child, um, their family ambitions, and the separation that might happen, their finances. There's just so many things involved with college. So um, really working on quieting these anxieties is something that we all can work on. Of course, uh, many students will hear decisions about their early decision applications. An early decision is a binding admission decision. So Mike, if a student is admitted through early decision, what steps should he or she take next? It's a great question. I, I think, um, you know, for any student who's accepted uh, either early decision or early action, one of the first things that we'll, we'll discuss with students, uh, and I should perhaps note that we met with the senior class on Friday to offer this advice, uh, is, is to think about how it is that they share that information with their peers uh, and with others in their support network. Um, it is certainly, uh, an acceptance is great news and, and cause for celebration, um, but we ask students to be thoughtful about how and when they choose to post that information to social media, how they would choose um, to engage their parents or perhaps those who have written letters of recommendation on their behalf. Uh, on a more practical side, uh, for students who are admitted early decision because it is a binding decision, uh, that student is generally expected to withdraw the applications they've submitted to any of the other colleges that they've applied to. Um, students who are admitted through early decision are expected to deposit and, and enroll. Uh, the one piece of advice that I offer to parents specifically uh, in terms of working with their student is not, to, not necessarily to act upon that withdrawal until they have the financial information they need to make an informed decision. Well, if, uh, early decision is binding um, in the absence of that financial information from the early decision college, uh, we don't necessarily encourage that students withdraw um, 
they need to, need to be able to afford that early decision option uh, and need to be able to to work with the college to make sure that that's an option. You mentioned that students may be deferred from early decision or early action to the regular decision applicant pool. Uh, what does it mean to be deferred? And what advice would you offer these students? Yeah, well, it's important to note that a, a deferral is not a denial. I think uh, upon receiving that decision, students are oftentimes uh, understandably disappointed and may process it initially as a denial. Um, but it's most certainly not. Typically, the way that I understand a deferral uh, and the way that I will advise students is is to know that um, it's an indication that the student actually uh, meets the admission requirements and is, is qualified for admission. If a student were not qualified for admission, uh, they would not be deferred to regular decision. Really what this is about is understanding how that student, in the context of the applicant pool, will help to meet institutional goals. Um, so when advising uh, a student who's been deferred, I encourage them, uh, as I would any student, to continue to work hard and do well in the classroom. Uh, oftentimes, students who are deferred will have an opportunity to provide updated grades uh, and to provide any other updates that might be relevant to their file, uh, any, any successes uh, that they've had um, through the winter term that can be shared tactfully and appropriately would certainly be worth sharing. I also think it's important that students remain engaged with the college at an appropriate level. Certainly sending an email to their rep every week is, is unnecessary and actually counterproductive, uh, but I think that there's an opportunity to express continued interest in the college. And, and some will actually explicitly invite that by requesting that the student opt into um, their deferral, so to speak, um, to confirm that they remain interested uh, in admission through the regular decision applicant pool. I know your office and the school are expecting some really great news in the coming days. But can you offer any practical advice for those students who have received disappointing news? Yeah. So I, I, I mentioned maybe very briefly a few moments ago that it's, uh, it's important to trust the process. Right? We've been working with these students now um, very closely on the college process, specifically since really November and December of, of last fall. And part of that process has been to... Uh, account for disappointment and to account for decisions that may not be favorable. Uh, and creating a balanced list and being thoughtful about the makeup of that list is intended to, to ensure that students have options so that when, when the news is not good news in December, uh, there is not a need to um, blow up the list or revise the process in any significant way uh, that we've actually already accounted for and, and thought through that, that possibility um, and, and, and supported the student that way. So uh, it, it's disappointing uh, to be sure, but, but to know that there, there will be options um, is an important part of that process. Susan, and Susan, of course, uh, disappointment is not limited to students alone. Mm -hmm. um, parents can in internalize the disappointment of their child and feel disappointment for reasons of their own. Mm -hmm. How might you counsel parents who are also experiencing feelings of disappointment? Yeah, I think that's a really good point that as parents were tightly involved with this and as a parent myself, I've had three children go to college and it was stressful um, and we did get through it and um, looking back on it now, I wish that maybe I hadn't, you know, been uh, so worried about it. Um, I think offering some perspective 
to yourself sometimes stepping back and, and thinking that it feels like a singular most important thing at this time in your child's life, but really um, the messaging we want to send to the children is that, again, they're not their school and that um, you can be really, really proud of your child for the hard work that they've done at Mercersburg Academy. And um, sometimes it can feel like a failure to the child and to the parents if things haven't worked out just exactly the way they wanted it to with the college. But where they go is really not, doesn't define the summation of all the work they did at Mercersburg. So I just say that as a comfort to parents um, and that they can be really proud of their children, that they can be really clear with their children about that. And to the to you as parents, I would say that you could be very, very proud of, of your child um, and not have to um, feel the disappointment as a statement of worth, of your child's worth, because they certainly, we're so proud of all our, our students here. This is such an important monumental time in our seniors' careers at Mercersburg. Uh, Mike, Susan, are there any parting words you'd like to offer to our families? Yeah, there, there are a few things that I, I would add, um, some of which I think we've sort of danced around a little bit in the, through the course of this conversation. Um, there's a great book written by Frank Rooney uh, called Where You Go Is Not Who You'll Be. Uh, I recommend it to any parent uh, who is either going through this process or planning to go through this process in the near future. Um, truly, where you go is not who you'll be. The students do at times derive their sense of self-worth uh, or uh, perceive this process to be a reflection of their accomplishments um, when re in reality, as Susan had said, where you go is far less important than, than what you do when you get there. Uh, and I think that Mercersburg Academy, through the course of uh, the time that students are here, prepares students so well um, to succeed in, in college, um, regardless of where they go, uh, and, and trust that students are well-equipped and well-prepared to take advantage of the opportunities um, that are presented to them there. Uh, so that would certainly be one parting piece of uh, advice that I would offer. And, and the second would be uh, actually kind of a follow-up to an article that I shared uh, in November with our senior parents, um, just to understand the immense accomplishment that submitting an application alone represents. This process, even over the five years that I've been in our college counseling office, has become increasingly complex, and students are asked to navigate um, many, many facets of what is uh, such a, a, a difficult and demanding process. So just getting to the point of even submitting an application is, is actually cause for celebration. And mm -hmm. I've been incredibly proud of uh, this graduating class for how engaged they've been and the initiative they've taken. Um, so I, I, I think, you know, there's reason to be proud. And, and for any parent who's um, looking to support their child in that way, I, I, I think to reinforce that um, and celebrate that with your student is uh, of great value. Susan? Yeah, yeah I, that's, those are all good points, Mike. Um, I think I would say that I want to validate for parents that there's a lot of anxiety um, in our culture right now and as parents you know it's anxiety producing to 
want to see an outcome for your child by having them go to a good school like Mercersburg, and then that would help them get into a good college, and sometimes we can't be assured of, of that, and that's anxiety-producing. And then beyond college, you know, can they get a good job or go to a good graduate school? Those are things that we sometimes can't, you know, be sure of the outcome, and we feel like we want to control the outcome. So it's very anxiety-producing, and it does flow down to the students. Um, so I think I would suggest to, as you listen to your children, whether it's disappointment or excitement, because kids' emotions tend to be, you know, really up or really down. They're really on, they're really low, they're really high, low, sometimes not just very in between. But we, as we listen to the students, that we try not to pounce on their feelings or um, insert feelings or project feelings that you do somewhat of a focused listening style that um, attends to kind of a storyline, like, well, you know, what's happened, what's happened next, and usually feelings and things that the students want to do next will come out with that. And that always helps um, brain development for kids if you attend to their uh, emotions and their storylines instead of, you know, sort of, introducing them, um, predicting them. So I, I again, I, I feel like there's a lot to be learned by this process. Um, you can always let kids know that whether it's a good thing or bad thing, there's always going to be good and bad going forward in their lives. And learning resilience um, in dealing with difficult process is always a good thing. And how we manage those things uh, is a learning process rather than being consumed by it. All right. Well, thank yeah. you, Mike. Thank you, Susan. Yep. Each member of this community appreciates the work you do with Mercersburg Students in All Grades. We're so lucky to have you here. We're looking forward to all the good news we'll hear in the coming weeks and months and to celebrating the beginning of our seniors' next chapter. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.